episode number three, baby. Man, we'll also do podcast. Welcome back, guys. I just want to start off by saying thank you. Huge shout out to everybody that watched the previous podcast. Everybody who's, you know, watching it, enjoying it, you know, giving me giving me feedback. People people that are interested in being guests. Like, this is lit. I'm happy with where this is going. It's unlimited potential. Like who knows who knows where we could take this. Um also happy Thanksgiving again. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving with your family. Y'all ate and y'all got leftovers for today. So when y'all done snagging all these Black Friday deals and wilding out, y'all got some good food to eat. Um Yeah. Uh this, this is gonna be a good it's gonna be a good episode. I'm excited about it. Um I just wanna jump right into sports talk. Like this this Monday night football game was was insane, man. For for those of you that didn't catch that game, I say somehow, some way, find the full version of this game, man. Like this game between the Rams and the Chiefs, definitely. If if you were to ask me, I would be totally okay with rewatching this game, like rebroadcasting this game for the Super Bowl and just throwing like some funny ass Super Bowl commercials, and I'm totally okay with that. Like this game was literally the best game I've ever seen. Talking about touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Um, Pat Mahomes, like this dude, this dude's the truth, man. He's only his second year in the league, and he's he's killing it, man. He's showing that he he's one of those quarterbacks that can, you know, he can do a lot of damage in, in multiple ways with his arm, with his legs, with, with he's just a, he's a five to a five to a quarterback. And that game, I think that game had a total of like fourteen touchdowns. Um, that game, that game was insane, man. I remember I, it was Monday night and I didn't know I had to work until like last minute. So I went to work and I was like, damn, what, what would be cool to watch? And I totally forgot about the, the, the Monday night football game. I turned it on and bro, I, that game was just like, that game was something else, man. I, I think definitely that'd be an amazing, uh, Super Bowl rematch. If we saw, uh, the Chiefs and the Rams, two, two high powered offenses, I don't know. That's gonna be tough, um, because the Saints, the Saints are they're not playing any games, man. Um, I definitely could see, you know, the championship, the the NFC championship being um, the Saints and the Rams once again, and seeing uh, the Chiefs on the AFC side, seeing the Chiefs play the Patriots, and those would be some two, some two badass championship games. Like those would be awesome games to watch. So um, we'll see. I mean, the NFL season is starting to. It's starting to wrap up pretty soon. It's crazy how, how time flies, man. Like, time flies, man. I remember just, like, thinking last week about last week's podcast, and then, like, I feel like I did that yesterday, and now all of a sudden I'm here doing this one, you know? So it's just it's just crazy how quickly time flies. Um, So, yeah, man, that game was insane. Um, I'm probably going to try to find a way to rewatch it somewhere. Um, But that, that, that game was something else, man. Um... I think another thing I wanted to talk about was mostly talking about NFL. Um, I think the NFL, they need to make some sort of adjustment with um, the football games that they put on Thanksgiving Day. Um, I know it's a, it's a tradition to have the Bears playing and the Lions and the Cowboys and certain teams playing, but a lot of these games are just not like, they're not that exciting. They're not that fun as as compared to you know, you just watch that Monday Night Football game, and you're like, damn, that was an amazing game. That was a great game. Like, imagine if that game was on, on Thanksgiving. That game would have broke so many, like, uh, viewing records. 
you know, people would have tuned in. Something like that, that, that it makes it a memorable Thanksgiving, and it, it's something that catapults the NFL even more. Um, so they're kind of like, I think they have to shy away from, you know, some of this tradition and try to switch it up because one one league that does this excellent is, is the NBA. Like, the NBA has a good pulse of its fans and what they want to see. And on Christmas Day, like, there's nothing like, like NBA on Christmas Day. Like, you know you're going to get a, a slew of games that are just going to be, like, A1-type games, games that you've been waiting to watch the entire season, and, and it's a treat. Like, you get it on Christmas Day. Like, you know, we'll see Golden State versus the Lakers, or we'll see, you know, Golden State versus the Celtics. Like, all premier games that people actually want to see and people actually want to, you know, be a part of and enjoy, like, with, the, with your family, you know, like, that's, that's, imagine, like I said, imagine watching that Monday Night Football game with just, like, a whole big crew of family and just, like, you know, especially if you guys are big sports fans, that's just, like, that's an incredible, incredible moment and something that you, you would never forget. So, I think the NFL has to, you know, take a, take a page out of the NBA's book and just, like, seriously think about putting on you know, more higher caliber games on Thursday Night Football. I know it's tough. It's tough in the NFL to kind of gauge who's going to be good in the beginning of the season, but I, I'm pretty sure you can get a pretty good idea um, and just have, you know, better quality games. So definitely, definitely take note of that NFL. Um, NBA, they win it right now, and it's because they're doing things like that. Um, so, yeah, switching lanes, going straight into Real Talk. This is what I'm excited about to talk about on this episode, um, and I'm not gonna talk too much more about my boy Takashi Six Nine because you know I feel like people are getting tired of him, but he is the news right now. He is, you know, what's what's the thing to talk about? Um, but right before I get into that, I just want to say you guys gotta tune into what's going on with Joyner Lucas and Tory Lanes. Like these guys. Out of nowhere, they just started beefing. They just have like a, it's more of like a friendly feud. But if you listen to some of these uh, diss tracks that they're putting out, it's getting pretty serious. So like if you're into, you know, you guys are into rap, you guys are into hip hop and, you know, battling and things like that. This is probably the best you're going to get like for for like recent up to date, like artists going at it. You know what I mean? Joyner Lucas and Tory Lanez, they're both, I think, I think. Joyner Lucas has put out two diss tracks already, and, and Tori has put out one. I'm not too sure, but from what I've heard, I heard uh, Liddy Freestyle, Liddy again. I heard the ZZ uh, Freestyle, and these guys are just going at it, man, and it's it's good. It's, it's hard to determine who exactly is winning, like, this battle because they both have two different, like, styles of rapping. And I personally, like, when I think about lyricism and I think about, like, meaning... I kind of lean towards more of Joyner Lucas. Like, Tory Lanez is more of, like, a, he's a more well-rounded artist. You know, he's able to sing. He, he's he's definitely, I would say, a bigger artist and has more potential in his, his career. And Tory Lanez has been putting out good music for a while now. Um, but Joyner Lucas, in terms of just, you know, straight bars to bars, like, ability, I think he, he got he got a one-up on Tory Lanez with that. So, definitely... If you if you haven't been if you haven't been checking that out, definitely check that out. That's that's a big thing that's going on right now. So listen to that and you will not be disappointed. Um 
But yeah, let's get into my boy Takashi now. I'm just it's it's a crazy situation because it's something that I kind of predicted in the first podcast that I ever put out, the very first one, the Man Will So Do podcast. I predicted that something like this was gonna happen. Just because, you know, I've been following Takashi for a long time now and I kind of, you know, after that whole pistol whipping incident and it was just all kind of shady, I knew that the relationship that he had with the people around him, uh, particularly Shadi and others, like I, I knew that it was starting to go on a downward trend because, you know, that whole that whole kidnapping, it was all very shady. There was not a lot of news being being put out there about, you know, what happened, you know, who did it. And 6 9 was just like, yo, it was an inside job. And when you think about when he says things like an inside job, like who would be the first person to think of to try to hurt this dude and make something, you know, make something happen to him, you know? And um, yeah, it was it was shoddy and it was it was the the group that brought him up, the group that, you know, elevated him to that level. Um, you know, the 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 bloods and and all all the trayway dudes that he was he was messing around with, the same dudes that brought him up and protected him. Are the same dudes that brought him down and tried to take him out. So, just a lot of just a lot of crazy things going on. I don't know if you guys know, or you guys have definitely heard. You know, Takashi's got a bunch of cases. He's got 25, 25 to life, pretty much is is his is his uh, sentence, and he's he's trying to fight that. And um, just a lot of things coming out of it. You know, I, I'm just disappointed because today today was February twenty third. Today was supposed to be re- the release of um his album Dummy Boy and you know whether you like his music or not he's he's a polarizing figure I enjoyed his music his hype music like honestly it's not the greatest thing you're ever going to hear in your, in your life like we all know that but in terms of just hype music things to get you excited for the day things to get you excited to like do things like Takashi's music is kind of um it's kind of kind of lit for that you know what I'm trying to say so that's why that's why I rock, I rock with him, but just a lot of crazy things going on. Um, I, I remember like watching the the Breakfast Club interview. The thing, the line that stood out to me, he's like, "Yo, um, every blood is not your blood," you know. And I think one thing that Takashi has to realize, a lot of people have to realize, is is that you need to surround yourself with the right type of people, people that are gonna look out for you, that are gonna bring positive vibes and energy. To your life and to your career, in order for it to be legit and for it to be um, validated, you know what I mean. Um, a lot of it, like I could tell, it just seemed like it was just—I don't know. It just a lot of things were being masked by social media and things that are being portrayed, and you could just see, like, I, the people that you're around, like, especially when it comes to money, like, money at the end of the day becomes like the root of all evil. You know, and if people, you know, money, money makes the world go around and money is, is, is a problem, you know, it's, it's, money is a great thing, but it's also a problem at the same time. And once, you know, Takashi realized that these people were, you know, finessing him for his money. And at the end of the day, he, he was not getting what he deserved and he was pretty much being cheated out of everything. Um, he just kind of said, Hey, like I'm quit, I'm firing everybody. Like I'm not with this. Also, too, he probably knew that all these cases were going to come against him, and he was trying to disaffiliate himself with, like, Treyway and Shoddy and all these guys just, just to try to help him fight in court. But they just got too much 
they just got too much evidence, man. This dude doing a lot of stupid stuff. They just came out with a video now of him threatening um, when the Chief Keeps boy on video, like TMZ just released it. Like none none of this is helping, man. And I I don't see any any way that six nine avoids at least I want to say three to five years in prison right away. Um, I think it, it's just so sad to see like the rise and fall of Takashi six nine. It's it hasn't even it's been it's been like twelve months because Gummo was the first hit that really hit everybody, and that was literally just a year ago. You know, I remember going to some party in, like, Farmingdale, and, like, my boy played 6ix9ine, and nobody knew who nobody knew who he was or what it was, and that was, like, around this time. And then a year later, literally, you know, 15 million, like, Instagram followers just, like, you know, he looked like he was atop the rap game, you know, and a lot of it was because of just, like, this edgy content that he put out there, the trolling, the, you know, making it seem like he was untouchable and he couldn't get got. And then, you know, one one thing that will always get you is the feds for sure, man. Like, the, you, you know what it is? They have the ability to wiretap anybody at any time and do, you know, do any type of investigation that they want on you. Like, you're not, you, you're not escaping that, you know? So... It's just it's just sad to see you know the the rise and fall of Takashi right now, and I, I I'm hoping that he gets out. I mean at the same time he's not no saint. We can't act like he hasn't done anything wrong or he you know he totally doesn't deserve what was what's coming at him right now. It's just it's just crazy to think that people around him that you know supposedly had his back and were taking care of him, you know Shadi apparently once once he was told that. You know, or one six nine was like, "Yo, I'm not rocking with this anymore, and I don't, I don't need you no more. You're fired." He would, he, he was gonna do a hit on six nine and just pretty much end his life. Like the quote was, he was gonna super violate six nine, which pretty, me- pretty much meant he was gonna, you know, end his life. So it's just crazy to think about that. And you always gotta, you always gotta. I, I, I've always been an advocate of keeping your circle small and just. You know, only rocking with people that you really know, people that you really love, that you know want the best interests in you and are not trying to, you know, take advantage of you or not seeking out, you know, anything else. You know, a friendship or, you know, a friendship and a working relationship in anything in life, you know, it could be, you know, a relationship that you have with some girl or with a friend. Like, it should be should be mutual and it should be that you're trying to build each other up and you're not, you're not expecting anything back from them. You just... You're just giving your friendship and you're giving your, you know, you're giving your all to somebody because you, you, you respect them and you, you want to see them succeed, you know, and it's, that's very key. Um, and, you know, every, every blood is not your blood. And, you know, I know that's, it, it seems like it's just related to get, like, you know, the bloods and the crips and all these gangs and stuff. But, you know, when I heard that, that relates to, you know, people, like every person is not your person. Like you need to know. Who, who you can rock with and, you know, who, you know, who's really down for the cause. And, and you know, when the going gets rough, who's going to be there for you? Who's going to be a helping hand? Who's going to, you know, help help get you through a tough time? You know what I mean? And right now, like, when you see it, um, 6 9 he he has a select few people that are, like, still down with him and are, you know, giving him support and trying to, you know, and, you know, portray a good message that he's good and that he's going to be fine 
And then there's a lot of people that are just like, nah, like he he deserved what he deserved. You know, we're not supporting this. Exposed, he's not a gangster, he's not none of this. And it's just it's just a it's just a tough situation, man. If somehow, some way, six nine gets out of prison, he's in trouble too, man. Cause he's gonna go back to the streets. Everybody's already calling him a rat. Everybody's, you know, calling him a, a snitch. And he's pretty much like his life is, is in danger. If he comes back to the streets, he, he's going to need to be on like high. You know, he's going to have, have to hire some serious, some serious security because it's it's dangerous out here, man. Especially with with the all the hoopla that's been put on him now. Um, you know, it's just it's just sad, man. Like, I just wish I was listening to Dummy Boy right now. He was hyped. He was excited and he was making money, man, because he. He, and I think about him, you know, he reminds me of me a little bit, just not all crazy and edgy, but, you know, we come from the same place, we come from the same area, um, you know, similar struggles. I seen I seen him when he, he, you know, I seen him a couple times. I remember when he was filming a video, like, right across the street from my grandma's house, and I didn't know it was him, I didn't know what was going on, but I remember seeing the cars there, and I was just like, I don't know what the heck's going on. And then a couple months later, I see the video. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, that that was him. And that was, you know, that was going on. They were shooting the music video. And, you know, he literally someone who's in your backyard and somebody that you want to root for and you want to see succeed and, and, and get through through the struggles of life. You know, it, it's just sad to see that, you know, he got he fell victim to, you know, the system. He fell victim to, you know gangs and stuff like that like you can't you can't escape that man you know if you if you're portraying an image and you're you're you know you're pretty much asking for that you know and it's it's tough it's real sad so you know i'm just keeping keeping takashi my prayers you know i think at the end of the day he's a good kid and he 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 definitely deserves you know i i he definitely does not deserve you know 25 years he definitely does not deserve life in prison. I don't think he necessarily did anything crazy. I'm pretty sure he's he's conspired to do things, and that's what's pretty much hurting him. And that's what's gonna get him. But other than that, you know, I'm, I don't think he was out here like shooting people. He was out here doing all this stuff, and you know, I think it was just him maybe telling other people to do it, and that that's not good either. So we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see how all this unfolds. Um, but I just hope, I just hope things, things turn out better than, than they actually seem right now. Cause it's just, it looks pretty bad, man. So I just, I just want, I just want to come out want to hear some more lit music and just, um, you know, be chilling. I got all these damn notifications coming on right now, but, um, yeah, man, we'll see, we'll see what happens with Takashi. That's an ongoing, that's an ongoing thing, but you know, not every blood is your blood. And remember that, you know, even... Even even your blood is not your blood in terms of your blood running through your system. Like, there's people that you're related to, that's blood relatives, that, you know, then they're looking out for you and whatnot. But if they see an opportunity to, you know, take advantage of you or they see a weakness in you, like, people people take it, man. And that's just, that's just life, man. But you got to know who, you know, who you rock with, who you love, and who who's really going to gonna help you get to where you need to get to. Um... So yeah, that that's all I gotta say about Takashi. I know there, there's so much I could talk about, but I would be here all day, and I'm not trying to make this a, a five hour podcast. But um, 
just know that there's there's a lot of things going on. He got set up by his manager. Um, that's pretty much why the feds scooped him up. It wasn't because of anything crazy. It was because um, they wiretapped and they discovered that that Shadi, his, his former manager, was put put a hit on his life, and he was gonna go he was gonna go do something, and they needed to they needed to scoop up Takashi before he he probably could have got got, you know. So that's just crazy to me, and he's he's in uh he's in jail right now. He 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 got transferred to some some place where they cut deals with the feds. So it sounds like he's he's saying whatever he has to say to try to get out, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. So we'll see. Um, yeah, and if we we switch gears and talk about the last thing I want to talk about today, um. Stock talk, this market correction is, I mean, it's going from a correction to a bear market um, soon, fast. And that's, that's, I think, I don't even think that's a prediction. That's like, that's facts. Because every every week, the, the market's been going down. It's been red. Um, you know, stocks like Apple, Amazon, they just keep making, you know, lower lows than they were making the previous months. And it's 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 been pretty bad. It's been pretty red. Um, and you know, on average, when I've been I've been doing research and looking these things up, you know, these corrections and, and possibly a bear market. The correction itself lasts about four months, and we have to see in four months where the market is. If it's going to keep going down and potentially be a bear market, or in four months, you know, the correction is going to end, and then all these stocks that have gone down will continue to. Uh, or not continue, but the stocks have gone down will level out. They'll consolidate, meaning they'll stay, you know, kind of consistent for a little bit. And then they'll either jump up or they'll jump down. So I think what my strategy is with, with stocks right now is I'm trying to be patient. I'm just trying to save up my money, have money on the side. And then when I do see that the correction is ending or whatever's happening, then try to make a big splash because then there's a ton of money that could be made. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you got stocks that are being valued at a certain price and they're way below it. And you, you know, if you invest in it now, in a couple months, it doubles, triples. You're making a lot of money. You know, I'm talking about I'm talking about thousands and thousands of dollars if you play your cards right. So, my suggestion right now, definitely save up diversify i think that's that's pretty key diversify your portfolio like a lot of the technology stocks are the ones that are getting hit hard right now so if you have if you put money into other you know other things like like cannabis weed stocks they're kind of they're fluctuating but that's a different you know that's a different target area that you can target um that leads into healthcare like healthcare a lot of healthcare stocks have been going pretty up as the market has been going down. So you definitely could, could rock with some healthcare stocks and just diversify your stock portfolio like that. Have some tech stocks, stocks that are, you know, with healthcare, weed stocks, um, whatever. Just diversify in that sense. And also, you can also diversify in, you know, one thing that's always, I think, is safe is if you invest in, like, gold and silver. Um, you know, gold... Gold and silver is a currency that's never, never gonna go away. Like it's not, it's not gonna die. It's been around forever. Um, people are always gonna value gold and silver. Uh, silver, especially when you know 
you know, random spontaneous wars arise. And, you know, we, we got Trump. We got Trump right now. So, I mean, who, who knows? Who knows what could happen? We got World War Three tomorrow. You know what I said, bro? Um, so, if you definitely invest in, in silver, um, that'd be smart. Gold, gold tends to rise on average every every 10 years um but these are things that are definitely that i say definitely safer than investing in like cryptocurrency right now like i i like crypto but it's still it still scares me that you know one, one it all it takes is one person to do one thing and could just destroy the whole crypto market in in, in one instance and you know people may say oh no there's so many different cur- currencies that that you know, can negate that possibility. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just scary, especially since the banks want to regulate um, these cryptocurrencies. I don't know. The future is just so it's so blurry that you know I I don't know if it's if it's the right thing to invest in right now. So I, I would just me personally, I'm sticking with the market and I'm sticking with investing in in you know uh, gold and silver. And then just flip life, baby. Flip life. I'm just look always, always try to find different avenues to make money. And flip life is I legit seriously started doing it this past month, and I'm making decent money on the side, just selling games, buying them off of a website, reflipping them for profit. Even if I'm just making eight dollars here, nine dollars there, that adds up. That's lunch money. That's investing money. You know, if I've lost money in the stock market, I'm pretty much halfway there to making it back, just flipping and investing, you know. So, yeah, just it's important to have multiple, multiple schemes and multiple things. So that's that's what I got to say about the stock market. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I have to say, man. I'm, I'm excited for for where this podcast is going, who's listening, who's caring you know, a retweet here, a like there, a favorite there, you know, it goes a lot, a, a long way for me, and I appreciate it, and I do, I do it for, yeah, I do it for me, just to, like, have fun, and, you know, reach out to people, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they live in their own world, and, you know, they might not hear from me on a consistent basis, or whatever, whether that's my fault, or whoever's fault, doesn't matter, but there's just a way for me to get, you know, things that are on my mind out there, see who else, like, vibes with it, wants to, you know, wants to be a part of it, talk about it. And I already got a couple people that are interested in being guests on the podcast. So that's gonna be dope. Definitely look out for, you know, some cameos, some people coming on here that you might know, you might not know. Um so I'm just excited for for where this could go and just, you know, just hit me up. Let me know. Like, yo, I think you should do this on your podcast. I think you should do that. I like when you talk about this. I don't like when you talk about that. Like I'm all for you know, constructive criticism and just, you know, just having fun with it. You know, at the end of the day, this is fun for me and I like it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Um, update on just, I don't know, life update. I've been telling a lot of people that I want to do stand-up comedy. Um, it's something that I am going to do. It's something that I'm going to strive for. I'm going to go hard at it. Towards the end of this year, maybe really hard next year, but, you know, the best things in life are on the, on the other side of fear. And right now, just a little fearful for whatever reason. But I'm going to go hard at it. We're going to see where that goes. And, um, yeah, we'll see We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, thanks again, guys, for listening. Um, I love y'all. Love rocking with y'all. Enjoy Black Friday. 
Enjoy your weekend. I'll see y'all next week. We see what we talk about. And peace.